Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, and I want to talk to you today about understanding grace. You know, grace in the Greek means the divine influence upon the heart and its reflection in the life. In other words, it's unmerited favor. It's something you don't do to get. It's something you don't deserve. Grace indicates favor on the part of the giver, thanks on the part of the receiver. God's riches at God's expense, at Christ's expense. Now I want you to get that. God's riches at Christ's expense. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Now the word gift there is the word charisma, which also means grace. So we see here that I'm that for by grace you have been saved. But how have we been saved? We've been saved through faith. Faith in what? In Jesus Christ. It's not of yourself. It is the gift. It is the grace of God on your life to be able to receive. And he wipes away all your sins to be remembered no more. You don't even have any sins anymore. Now look at Romans chapter 4 verse 16. Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now I want you to watch something here because of some powerful revelation in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. And we were talking about God's marvelous grace and, 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 and that grace you have been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It is the gift. It's the grace of God that is poured it on you and you don't receive it. He's the father of us all. It's not, it's not only for those under the, that are of the law but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. So if we're walking in that faith then we've received that faith and God's grace is on our life to the full capacity. God has done everything. All you have to do is receive it. You you take the faith of Christ and receive what God has provided for you. Now, I want you to understand something. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the Word of God. Not faith doesn't come by you because you heard it. Faith comes by hearing. As you begin to feed yourself with the Word, the Word becomes alive on the inside of you. The Word becomes the truth of who you are. John 17, 17 says, The Word of God is truth. Sanctify us by your Word, and your Word is truth. Now, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, Who has saved us? called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus when? Before time began. So we see here that we were saved us. He had called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before not, not the world began, but before time began. So we see here that we were called or saved with a holy calling, not according to our works, not based on what we do wrong, but according to his own purpose and his grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Now, look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 through 6. And this is, this is really a powerful revelation. Just as he chose us, in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now, 2 Timothy 1 and 9 says he's given us, he's called us with a holy calling. Now this says he's called us and we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of glory, which he has made us accepted 
in the Beloved. So I want you to see here that He's made us accepted. He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. That we would be holy, we without blame, in Him in love. He has predestined us to the adoption. Now the word adoption here in the actual Greek means the placing as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself. In other words, He's already seen us in the perfection. He has, by His glory of His grace, He has made us accepted in the Beloved. So He's made us accepted in Him before the foundation of the world. So He had saved us and He called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So we see here that He's chosen us in Him, He's called us in Him, He's saved us in Him, and He's, he's, he, he's given us Jesus Christ in Him, and He's given us with a holy calling before time began. Now, look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 10. That's right after Ephesians chapter 1 through 6. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Now the Greek word gather together is literally to gather together again. This means to regather as they were in the beginning. All things that were perfect condition in the garden, he is called back to his headship. So we understand that in the beginning, in, in the regathering, as we're thinking of in the beginning, he's putting us back just like we were in him before the foundation of the world. So everybody's going to be in, in him in the foundation of the world. Are you saying everybody's saved, Pastor? I'm saying God sees everybody saved. You have to acknowledge that you're saved. You have to acknowledge who he is. You have to acknowledge his finished work. But I'm telling you, God sees everybody saved. He sees everybody already delivered and set free. He doesn't see us in our sins because there's no record of sins anymore in heaven because the Bible said Jesus ascended and he descended and he sacrificed or sanctified heaven because Lucifer had stood in heaven and accused Job before the world began. Because as you know, Job's the oldest book in the Bible, so we see the revelation between that. So you're saying that he sees everybody. Well, I'm telling you, let's read Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, and it says this, that you and I, you and I, you and I, were hid, our lives were hid, our lives were hidden in Christ with God. So we see here that our lives were hidden. Our lives have been hidden in Christ with God. So when he looks down, he doesn't see our sins. He sees us in Christ. Now, that's the beauty of grace. That's the, that's the pur purpose that, that Jesus died on the cross. Because of the death of one man made many people sinners. It's the, the death and the resurrection of another man made everybody righteous. So I want you to understand that it's by His marvelous grace that you and I can receive and accept the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's the beauty of grace.